That Perfect Summer, written and read by Joe Potts. That summer, that perfect summer, began with the enchanted sound of the gateway to summer bliss, the rhythmic slamming of the screen door. Thump tap a tap tap. The old wooden screen door sang its song of summer as Billy ran out the door into the backyard flinging the screen door wide and letting it slam closed. His feet touched the grass, and the sunshine touched his skin. thump tap a tap tap The most wonderful sound in the world. Billy was euphoric. School was out, summer was in, and endless idyllic days stretched before him. Billy played cowboys with Jeff and Tommy ate ice cream cones on the front porch, and sat on the glider next door with little Rosie. Honeysuckle was in the air. Warm, soft breezes and gentle aromatic rains accompanied his days. Life was magnificent. The next year, when school was out, Billy eagerly waited for his dad to mount the screen door on the doorway leading to the backyard. When it was installed, Billy ran through at top speed, giving the door a hard push open. Summer, here I come, he thought. Thump, bump-a-tap, went the door. Billy stopped. He slowly walked back inside and found his father in the living room. Dad, said Billy, the dejection evident in his voice. Something's wrong with the screen door. Wrong with it? What do you mean? It doesn't sound right. It doesn't close right. Dad, it's just all wrong. I just checked it all out this morning, champ. It's fine. Billy was beside himself. Dad, you don't understand. The screen door. It's summer, Dad. Summer depends on it. This summer's starting all wrong. You need to fix the door. It isn't making the right sound. It doesn't have the right beat when it closes. It's all wrong. And if it's wrong, summer will be wrong. Take it easy, son, said Billy's dad. Let me look at it. I'll make some adjustments. It'll be fine, and summer will be fine. Everything will be okay, Billy. Later that afternoon, Billy's mom asked him to get some preserves stored in the detached garage out back. The strawberry ones, she said, your favorite. You bet, Mom, said Billy. His mouth tingled just thinking of the tart preserves. Excited to try the screen door after Dad had tweaked it, he ran through the kitchen, flung the door open wide, and raced through the doorway. Thump, bump, tap, went the screen door. It was still all wrong. Summer was ruined. It wasn't like last year. Billy had some fun that summer, but it wasn't perfect. The screen door wasn't perfect. Tommy had found some new friends. Rosie moved far away. Something was amiss. The following summer wasn't perfect either, nor the one after that. Billy would play in the sun and watch lightning bugs at night. But storms and sunburn and fickle friends intruded on the hoped-for summer perfection. 
Then Billy's family moved, leaving the screen door behind, and with it, any chance of a perfect summer. As Billy grew and matured, the screen door receded in his memory. Now known as Will, he went off to college. Then he began what became a successful accounting career. He fell in love and married Veronica. In a few years, they had Scott and Amber. Will's life was good. He no longer expected it to be perfect. But he could feel a hollowness inside, a place where something should be but wasn't. Things often didn't go quite right. He felt out of step with the rhythm of life. Early one summer, Will installed a new aluminum screen door leading out to the patio. Scott, fresh out of first grade, watched with interest. You have to adjust it just right, see, said Will. We don't want it slamming. He tested it. Whoosh, clink. See, champ, it's perfect now. Will felt a vague memory stir. Well, maybe not perfect. Perfection in this world is, well, anyway, the screen door's fine. As Scott and Amber grew, Will tried to protect them from the imperfections of life. They'll do fine, said Veronica. They're tough, resourceful kids. You're a wonderful father. Just let them stand on their own. You're right, of course, said Will. I just want so much for them. They're fine. You don't have to try to make the world perfect for them, said Veronica. Scott and Amber grew up, as all kids do, and moved away, as many do. Will felt an added ache where his empty spot was. Then they had kids of their own. Maybe when he retired, they'd move back. Then wouldn't life be perfect, said Will. No, said Veronica but maybe a little closer. Some years later, at an age that many would consider too young, Will got the bad news. Inoperable, the doctors said. A matter of time, and not much at that. As he lay in the hospital bed, humming machines with glowing digital displays surrounded him. He felt a warm, soft breeze caress him as an energetic nurse fussed around. Liquids gently flowed into him through tubes. He knew the end was near. Veronica was at his side every day. Scott and Amber traveled the interstates with the grandkids, so Papap Will could see them one more time. Will felt grateful for the life that was given to him, but wished for more. With his family all around him, a late spring thunderstorm hurled sheets of rain against the window. A tree branch, swaying in the wind, tapped against the window frame. Thump, tap it a tap tap. Thump, tap it a tap tap. Will smiled. The once familiar sound awakened his memory of the wooden screen door of his youth. As his pulse weakened, he could feel himself approaching a gateway. A warm, loving presence greeted him, and his emptiness was filled. Did he smell honeysuckle? As he slipped away, he realized perfection exists in only two places. One of those is in the mind of a five-year-old. 
The other is in that perfect summer of eternity. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.